Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We talking about practice. Both teams play hard. Both teams play hard. Oh, he has trouble with the snap. And the ball is free. You like that? You like that? Welcome back, everybody, to week five of Bear U, this season's college football, Bear Talk, Network, Sports Show, Extravaganza. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, as joined, as always, by Tim and Connor. How are you boys doing? Hey, doing good? Doing excellent over here. That's real good to hear. Uh, we're just going to get right back into it. If this is your first week, we always start off the episode the same way, going over last week's picks. Last week, TCU versus Oklahoma State. We all picked Oklahoma State. TCU took the W. Speaking of W, Georgia beats Mississippi State, giving Tim and myself a point. Notre Dame versus MSU. MSU was hot trash that game, and Notre Dame easily walked away with the victory. We all picked MSU. Tim comes in with the upset pick, NC State over Florida State University. Big pick right there. Total scores right now. Connor, you have six points. Tim, you have nine, and myself have six. That's back-to-back upsets for Tim. He's going for the three-peat this week, folks. Stay tuned to the end of the episode. You're not going to want to miss this one. You don't want to You don't want to just skip ahead because uh, that's cheating. Oh, you know what? Um before we get too much deeper in it, we got to break out this week's. Uh, last week we unveiled the the phrase of the week segment. Uh, it's got a name now. It's going to be this week's bear call. Uh, do either of you have this week's bear call? I got one in my back pocket. If you guys didn't do your homework and come up with it, you know I had one on my in the back of my head. Uh, I believe yesterday, but I forgot it. And I didn't write it down. So, okay, Tim, do you have one? Or uh, I got a good one. Let's take the back pocket. All right, all right. Uh, this week's bear call is going to be. Uh, and again, folks, this is a competition to see who can use the bear call the most throughout this episode. Uh, last week, I, I took it home. Last week's phrase was dance with the one who brought you. This week, we're going with six of one, a half dozen of the other. Six of one, half dozen of the other. That's this week's bear call. Let's get back into the episode. All right. Well, we're just going to kick this off now. If uh, anyone was watching TV, the news this weekend watching their Twitter feed uh, you know you're gonna understand why we're why we're doing this and well we're bringing back bringing back a, a heated topic it was a big hitter last last uh, season last round and uh, we're gonna be bringing it back with our resident expert on this Tim so Tim uh, welcome back to talking about anthem watch take it away well, Kyle, not a lot happened this week, so this is just a warm-up. We're going to wait for something big to happen, and uh, we'll get you some more details if and when something big with the anthem protest 
happens. I'm Tim, signing off with this week's Anthem Watch. So, All right. uh, back in let's, sports. Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, this week in sports, a, a real exciting one. A couple of thrillers, a lot of nail biters, uh, a lot of good stuff going on. Uh, first, I guess let's just jump into uh, our teams that we've been keeping an eye on. Kyle, you, you mentioned briefly your Michigan State Spartans. Uh, give us a quick recap of that performance. Yeah, so uh, MSU came out and Notre Dame uh, started scoring on the, the, the first drive. And we held with them, but we with uh, three or four turnovers, we handed them most of the points. I do believe if we didn't uh, turn over the ball that much, we still could have hung with mm-hmm. them and possibly win. Uh, it's not like yeah. they outplayed us other than giving away the ball all the time. And But, you know, watching the game, you know, maybe Notre Dame's pretty good. So, you know, I'm looking at this game, you know, uh, six and one, half dozen in the other. You know, that, all right, bad game, but... I saw some good good glimmers, and I going forward, I think we're 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 still going to be okay. Yeah, that's not what the phrase means exactly, but it was a valiant effort. Uh, but I would agree with you. I think that um, you know that you were moving the ball. There was I kind of stopped watching after the first half when I committed fully to the uh, Penn State game. But you look at the stats overall and everything. Without the turnovers, it, it would have been a much tighter game. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm Michigan's next game is of course against these Spartans and I, you know, I like our odds, but you never overlook this game. And I think that, uh, Michigan state, if they can hold on to the ball is, is, is still a team that's gonna, you know, gonna win some games. And, and the real question is, can Michigan throw, mm-hmm. can they throw the deep ball? That's mm-hmm. it. I, I do think it's going to come down to that. Cause I think we can, we can stop the run. Um, but can we stop the throw? That's that's to be proven. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of brings us into uh, the Michigan game from last week against Purdue. Uh, got really scary. I'll admit it. Halftime has probably been about my lowest point of the season. Uh, I started thinking to myself that maybe I had to readjust my expectations. Uh, but after that second half, team came out. Defense was I mean defense was pretty pretty great all game. But the second half especially, just they were going nowhere. Uh, it was pretty beautiful to see the offense finally started clicking. I know a lot of people are crediting that to John O'Corn, and they're saying he's a lot better than Wilton Spate. But if you ask me with these two guys, it's six of one, half dozen of the other. I mean, I think they're about on par. I don't really think that John O'Corn is what changed the game for us. However, I think, uh, you know, that the balls should be in his hands until, uh, until he gives us a reason to take it away now. Now, uh, Wilton Spate is hurt with a uh, soft tissue mm-hmm. issue. Now, the old wives' tale is that means the player isn't working hard enough in the gym. They're going out too much. Going out too much. Uh, you're out there in Ann Arbor. Are you seeing Wilton mm-hmm. Spate out on the town uh, messing up his soft tissue? Um, you know, I have uh, not seen him lately. Mm. So I'm not sure what he could be up to. Um, you know, he used to just be hanging out rollerblading around campus all the time in his, in his shorts. And I haven't seen him out here very often. Uh, so I don't know if that's, you know, this is a chicken and the egg. Uh, mm, I don't know right. if he's, if he's stopped his, uh, his rollerblading routines because of the soft tissue or if the soft tissue was damaged cause he wasn't blading enough. Mm. So it's tough to call, tough to say, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I haven't seen him, uh, haven't seen him around too much. And are you worried this week upcoming with the bye? 
I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling pretty confident about the buy. Mm. Uh, but you never, you know, you never want to overlook any opponent. Right. So I'm certainly not gonna do this this week. But I am predicting a, a win mm. over the buy. Tim, how are your uh how are your bullfrogs or or your huskers? You know, we're Well, do you want to start with the uh the good or the bad? Uh what about the ugly? Uh the ugly. Uh Nebraska nearly beat or nearly lost to Rutgers. They were mm-hmm. they were down at the half. But hey, we're uh, one and zero in the conference and it's on to Illinois. And all right, uh all right. For my bullfrogs, they look great. They're four and zero. They uh, they pounced Temple, so only eight I was, more. I was uh, watching the first half of that game. Uh, an incredibly unwatchable first quarter. I think there were forty yards of offense between the two teams. Mm. Uh, just Big a real shit defensive show. Defensive slugfest. But, yeah, but uh, go bullfrogs at the end of the day. Well, you know the power was still out, and we were the game was played by candlelight. It had to be first quarter adjustments had to be made, and then the bullfrogs got going. How many how many foot candles were we dealing with down at uh, field level? What was the uh, the luminance level? Uh, there's twenty five thousand candles. So <laughs> oh, okay, took a lot of volunteers. People were flown in from Houston to light candles, but at the end of the day, we got the game played. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. what sports is all about, folks. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, other big games outside of our, our teams we're looking at. Oh, my Utah Utes still undefeated, by the way. Uh, so they're looking good. They're ranked now. So hmm. uh, both my teams ranked in the top 25. Uh, feeling great about that. They beat uh, Arizona last week. Uh, so good good to see. Outside of our teams, a couple other big games, or at least one big game that I know we got to talk about, was that Penn State-Iowa game. Tim, give me your take on that son of a bitch. How were you? Well, how what were your emotions during this match? Uh, it was it was fun. It reminded me why I love football. The you go, you know, Penn State fourth and goal, down four with four seconds to play, doesn't get better than that. And of course, they convert, they win the game in Iowa, big play. Barkley has over three hundred yards. That was a football game. <laughs> Yeah, that that was best best game of the year, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, I didn't watch the the USC Texas all the way through, so mm-hmm. I, I mean I only caught the tail end of that. That was a great game too, but mm-hmm. this one a hell of a match. Barkley very impressive. He's got to be up there for the Heisman uh, mm-hmm. as as things stand now. And not only did he have a ton of yards when the team needed to make clutch plays, he was making them. He had that third. It was like I don't know third and five or something. He jumped over the dude, got hit oh, in yeah. midair, and landed on his feet and kept going. Mm-hmm. I mean that was that was some impressive impressive stuff. Kyle, how are you feeling about the Hawkeyes coming up next for your boys after now, a game like that? As you were talking, I looked up the predictions. So ESPN gives Iowa a sixty percent chance to win that game, but Vegas odds have Michigan State a three point five favorite. Mm. So I'm not really sure how I feel about this. Um, I mean, I think I think coming back after a big loss like that in 2013, after a loss to Notre Dame, we came together uh, and then went to the Rose Bowl. I don't think we're that good, but I think after after a loss like that, you know, people are going to be a little. It can either go two ways, you know. It can go. They're all disheartened, or they come together as a, as a family and uh, go forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Tim, we got any other big games you wanted to mention here? Uh, 
No, not really. Uh, no. Florida State went down uh, to Florida. your to the Wolf Pack. My Wolf Pack. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've decided. Let me know how you guys. Well, actually, we'll, we'll bring this into Bear or Foul. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll spring this one on you. Uh, that's this week in sports, folks. Now we're moving into bear or foul, uh, where we're going to bring like a, a controversial topic in rule of whether it's bear or foul. Just a quick hitter for you guys. I've recently decided I think uh, the wolf pack is the best uh, nickname that there is in sports. Mm. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I think, well, or, or just nickname overall. Yeah, yeah. I really, well, does that count as their mascot or... Well, it's their nickname. well, you know, mascot nickname, nickname but can, sort of. Can I get like yeah. some more examples? Like that's. Well, no, I just mean like the Spartans, the Wolverines, the I think the Wolfpack is uh, one of the best. Personally, I love a good name that's got some some history and meaning to the area too. You know, those are great. Like a, the Sooner, that's pretty fun. Uh, mm. I like the you know the Red Wings. We got that nice logo mm. that's got the wheel and the you know the the automotive. That's great. But I think Wolfpack overall is just got a lot of swag. And I'm a big fan. I really like the just the name Bearcat, mm-hmm. like the Cincinnati okay. Bearcats. Okay. Uh, just because it's like a like a imagine a bear and then like a little meow, like right at the end, you know, like that's like what I imagine, you know, like a bear that's got like a real rough side, but like a little bit of a kitten in there, you know. Okay. And then and then coming out of that, you got Bear Down, which for some reason is Arizona's, you know, phrase. I actually, while I was watching the uh, the Utah Utes game, I learned the history of that phrase. Do you want to know? You want to know where it comes from? Oh, I, I've learned it, but please share share with the crowd. Uh, so Arizona in the twenties or something had some football, uh, the captain of the football team and like the student body president or something. I might be butchering this now, but I he he was dying for some reason. He was in a car crash or something, and he his last words were the to the coach were, "Tell him to bear down, tell the boys to bear down." Something like that. Wow. So that's where Bear Down comes from for the Wildcats, Kyle. Mm. I love it. Tim, what's your take on the uh, on the Wolfpack as the number one sports nickname? I do like the Wolfpack, but I have to discredit it because it's not unique. There's more. Uh, <laughs> North Carolina State is not the only team to use the Wolfpack. Yeah, I will throw you. Up. Right, exactly. I will throw you this one. The North Texas Mean Green best nickname in sports hmm. Hmm. the mean green the mean green of north texas okay i kind of like that yeah okay okay that, that's a tough one to really rule bear or foul on i just kind of wanted to get uh get everybody's take but uh let, let's move into our first real firm bear or foul kyle's coming in hot with this one kyle tell us why you got a beef with the review system. i what's got a real big about? beef of the, the real big beef with it words and here, here. Let me let me preface this story real quick. Uh, sitting at the game, night game. It's late, you know, and this game was like the longest thing ever because almost after every flag or every spot or every touchdown, the refs reviewed it multiple times, and at a point, I if, it, first of all, I don't think they were making the right call. Some of it because it's like, what the, where, the, where the fuck did you you know see that that view? But it's just like, you know what? Just like just play, let let the boys play, you know? I'm all about mm-hmm. let the boys play. And and it all shakes out, you know, when you let the boys play. So you just don't like reviews in general. You're just no, you're I, over I, them? I, 
I'm a little over him. Like I'm not like like get rid of him forever. But you know, for for a spot, just let the boys play. Hmm, I'm not sure how to respond to this one, Tim. I'm gonna let you field that one. I agree, Kyle. Uh, I think there's a little too many, too much reviews, too many flags. The officials get in the way too much, and I've always been team let the boys play. So I'll give you the bear here. Yeah, I, I would agree that the the reviews are getting a little ridiculous, but I don't I, I don't have the solution for it. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, if I mean, the, I'll give uh, you the solution. You let the boys play. You just let them play. Let, let the boys play. Okay. So, Kyle, what would you consider a reviewable offense? Um, targeting. Scoring. Do you think that should be reviewed? I think targeting should be because sometimes they make really bad calls on it. I guess. And and that that one that one I you know what because there's the suspension and everything that comes along with it that one I think is a little bit more, and I think scoring can be reviewed, but I think it should be a single review. I think if it's been confirmed, you can't challenge it or anything again. I never liked the targeting reviews. I yeah, feel like I would say that's like, the worst one. Yeah, I agree. Because it's not like a it's not a it's not a play where you're reviewing a catch or a touchdown. It's like just a it's kind of arbitrary even. Mm-hmm. You're reviewing something that's subjective and you're watching yeah. it at different speeds and different and so, like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And they still fuck that up a bunch. So. Yeah, that's very true. I, you know what? Just let the boys play. The targeting call was bad. But let them play. Let them play. You're, I, I feel you. And, uh, you know, we, we hate to – we're a college football program now, but we saw the Lions get uh, just kind of screwed in a review situation. Yeah. I don't know where college football comes down on a similar thing, but what happened was the Lions were on a game-winning drive. The clock's running. They throw a pass. Right at the goal line, Golden Tate catches it. He goes down. They rule it a touchdown. Uh, eight seconds left on the clock when he scores. They go back. They say he was down before he got in, which means the clock resumes running. And since they had stopped it, there's a 10-second runoff. And so then the Lions lose the game without getting a chance to even try and set up and run another play. And so I think that's a real wrinkle where um, that, that that's a rock in a hard place. I don't know what the yeah. what the proper thing to do would be there, and I don't know how college football comes down on that, but it it did seem very uh, unfair that the refs stopped the refs were the ones that stopped the game, you know, and then the Lions get punished for it. So that that's a that's a tough spot to be in. So I I would I, you know what I'd say bear. I've I've got some issues with the review process. I think it could certainly be better. <laughs> All right. We closing sure. the book on that one, boys? Yeah, close it up. Let him play. All right, so uh, our next topic uh, goes into uh, back to the Michigan-Purdue game. Afterwards, Jim Harbaugh had some very, uh, very tough words to say about the Purdue facilities, saying they had not changed since the 1980s when he was playing. He said uh, one medical table looked like it was straight out of the 1920s. He was really hitting all decades uh, no decade was safe in this rant. He called it uh, dangerous to player safety. Wilton Spate, when he damaged that soft tissue, they had to put him in a van and drive him across town to get him examined because uh, they just don't have that kind of facilities uh, at the Boilermakers uh, home base. So uh, Jim was hot, and we'll uh, we'll get to a, a ruling on whether we think that was fair or not. But uh, some other members of the media chimed in calling – uh, Coach Harbaugh's comments completely foul. 
Uh, right here we have Tim Brando. Uh, I forget exactly what his title is. He's a, a Fox Sports College football analyst. He tweeted at Harbaugh, also be, begin supporting Harbaugh's rant on locker room issues at Purdue as soon as those broadcasting his games get a depth chart from him. Uh, divisive comments. Uh, I think my boy SVP may have made something as well because Jim Harbaugh tagged him in his response saying, get a depth chart and you'll support player safety. Difficult to understand your pundit rationale, but very revealing. Uh, so Jim's going at the media over this whole thing. Uh, I guess I want to get your guys' take on both things. How do you feel about his initial rant on the locker room conditions? And also, how do you feel about uh, the, the spat he's getting into with some of our fellow media members? I'm I'm fine with it, and I love it. That, that's all I got to say. I'm not fine with it, and I hate it. That's all I got to say. Yeah? Okay. Interesting, interesting. You know, when you ask me, you guys know I'm anti-media. I'm anti-establishment. You look at all these sports uh, pundits out here, and they're all trying to be fun and unique. But you ask me, when it comes to all of them, they're six of one, half dozen of the other, you know. Mm. They're all saying the same thing. Nobody's giving you an interesting take. I like SVP, man, in that midnight shift. uh, But if he's coming after my boy like this, I don't don't really know how much longer I can stand by him. Uh, I would call uh, Harbaugh's comments bare. And I certainly love the uh, attack on the media, as always. You guys have any uh, anything else to say on this situation? I just no. think over the locker room situation that, I mean, more power to Purdue. Take the competitive advantage where you can get it. Mm-hmm. So th- I'm just, I'm not necessarily for mandating uh, locker room improvements, although player safety is, of course, different. But anyways. So would you be okay if uh, a team filled the opposing team's locker room with uh, dead possums? I would be okay, yeah. Packing okay. peanuts, okay. gumballs, whatever. Yeah, bring okay. it along. Bring, it's all gamesmanship? It it, it's all okay. gamesmanship. Okay. You're, you're there to play the game. Okay. And you play I'm to win the game. You play to win the game. I'm team. Let the boys play. You know, it is. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, are we ready for our final bear or foul topic? You better believe it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Disney Channel announced that they're remaking Hocus Pocus. Is this a bear move or a foul move? Foul. You don't touch the classics. Hmm. Hmm. Now, I personally have never been a big Hocus Pocus guy. I know oh. it's uh, a lot of people's go-to around this uh, this time of year, this season that we're moving into. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen it even. I'm oh, more wow. of a Halloween town kind of guy, you know what I'm uh, saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, do we have a cast revealed for this reboot at all? Um, there's no cast, but we have a writer. Okay. Who's the writer? It is uh, Scarlet Lacey. Mm, that sounds that's okay. Unfortunate name, if it you ask me. Sexy. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, little. I she would... went to Rutgers. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I hope she's had a chance to go back to her alma mater, take a dip in one of those hot tubs, and experience <laughs> the game the way it was meant to be. Actually, I, the I... Uh, the remake will be set in a Rutgers hot tub. Oh, perfect! Yeah. I- exclusively in the hot tub. Yes, it will. The entire be film. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's an interesting take. Uh, kind of a glass bottle kind of situation. I like that. 
Uh, I would have to say if the Sprouse twins are involved in any way, I'm going to mm. have to call it 100% bear. Okay. Otherwise, I think it's foul. Mm. Tim, yeah. what are you coming down on it? I'm bear. I'm I'm all for remakes. I, lo- I love the original Hocus Pocus and uh, and hot tubs are involved. So, of course, I'm bear. All right. Some hot takes this week, folks. Hot, hot takes. Kyle, do you think we're ready to move into the uh, to the picks? I think we are. This week's picks. We're just starting off with a big matchup, real big. USC versus Washington State. Connor. Uh, I, you know me. I've been a big Cougars guy for years, and USC they're the they're the bell of the ball right now. But I think I'm going to have to take uh, the Washington State Cougars. Tim. I will take Washington State as well. Now, you know I love me some Cougar. You oh, know. wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want USC for sure. Never mind. Mm, okay. Uh, Sam Darnold. He's my dude. As I was saying, you know you love me. I love me some Cougar, but USC is mm. really good. Mm. But in the end, you know, Coog up, you know? Coog up, yeah. Coog down. Mm. Coog and, all uh, around. Cougars. Cougars Coog always boy. trounce Trojans, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's... Yeah. It's a little pack 12 after dark, folks. Anything could happen. Next up, we have big old Mississippi State versus Auburn. Connor. Mm-hmm. Now, Mississippi State, they uh, they scorned me last weekend. Uh, but, you know, I'm a man of loyalty. I'm going to stick by them, and I'm going to take uh, the Bulldogs in this one. I'm taking the I'm taking the Bulldogs as well. Uh, I think Georgia, very good, especially on defense. Auburn, not quite as good. So I think uh, Mississippi State rebounds. I've got to agree with you, boys. Um, But I just can't ever root for Auburn because their fans all dress like uh, losers and their coach wears a visor and sweaters over polos. So I just can't, can't support that type of fashion. Um... Uh, their their fans dressed up for football games, and I hate it. Now, I would assume the Mississippi State fans do as well. How does that make you feel? Uh, but their logo is a bulldog, so, you know, throwback to my elementary school, Brewster. Uh, mm-hmm. Brewster bulldog, woof, 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 woof. Hooray, hooray. We're number one today, folks. Okay, uh, interesting. Uh, I, we're all going Mississippi State. Let's see how that one turns for out. Very different reasons. Oh, yeah. But next up, we got Clemson versus Virginia That's what makes this country great. Yeah, this is um, this is this is uh, the highest ranked matchup of the week, I believe. And I know what you guys are thinking. You think I'm going to go Hokies? Uh, and I'd love to personally, but mm. I think I got to go Clemson on this one. I just I can't see it happening. Mm. I'm going to take the Hokies. Uh, Clemson on the road. It's their first real test for their freshman. Uh, maybe first year quarterback and uh, real, really their first test so I think I like uh, Virginia Tech uh, I'm going to go with a similar reason why I don't like Auburn I can't vote for Virginia Tech because they play that stupid fucking turkey sound uh, every first down or every yeah. key play I, the, agree. I hate it 
Can't can't do it, and they've got ugly ass colors. So Clemson wins. Okay. In terms of upsets, do you guys have yours ready? I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with a uh, no, a no doubt controversial pick. I'm gonna mm. be taking the Tennessee Volunteers over mm. the Georgia Dogs. Uh, number seven, Georgia took a real jump in the polls really been skyrocketing and i just don't know if they are really what they're uh, cracked up to be i i i'm gonna take uh duke over miami miami has to travel to duke and uh yeah road conference game always tough so i'll i'm hot two in a row going for the three-peat I'm gonna roll with the doubles blue doubles never never before seen in uh bear foul history so this could be right. this could be something big folks you're not gonna want to look away i'm printing the t-shirts as we speak but but uh yeah and i assume if you do not hit the three-peat the t-shirts will be going to hurricane relief of course yes okay and i am picking old this is might be controversial here uh i think old miss is gonna beat bama now i've really been hearing a lot about bama this year on the news, the news media. So, I, I'm just going in this, in, into the dark. But uh, I think Old Miss usually plays them pretty well. I don't even know if they're any good, but uh, I like their chances. Mm, okay. Juicy. Now, uh, last week, uh, Vanderbilt came in hot game against Bama. Mm-hmm. They were all hyped up, thought they were going to do something, and uh, Bama rolled into their town, uh, beat them 59 nothing. So. Yeah, but but Vanderbilt are. Are they any good ever? Uh, no, but they thought they were up until <laughs> last Saturday. Yeah. Old, so I feel like old Ole Miss has like some. They've got some gusto, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, so folks, those are the picks for this week. Uh, that's more or less all the content we have. Reviewing this week's bear call. Uh, we once again, Kyle said the exact opposite of what the phrase <laughs> meant. So he's got a streak of his own going. Um. <laughs> I think I was the only one who hit me. Uh, I had two. Tim, did you make an attempt at this week's bear call? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Okay, it was okay. it was a mouthful. I couldn't. Yeah. Took a knee, you know. and that's fine. I did. It was a protest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, Kyle, just to fill you in, that phrase means uh, two things that are the same. Mm-hmm. And you kind of used it to say, like, uh, on one hand this, and on the other something completely different. Yeah, uh, I was thinking so... of the phrase, like, uh, something in the basket. Oh, two in the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah, something like that. Which will probably be next week. Okay. <laughs> oh, that one's too hard. That one's too hard to work in. Uh, I'll so start I'm gonna, my film review. Yeah, you guys uh, got to come up with next week's bear call. I want this to get a little more competitive. Uh, I'm I'm coming in two and zero so far. Kyle's got a two week streak of saying the opposite. So there's a lot of threads going into this uh, mm. the, the upcoming weeks. So stay tuned. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. And go Red Wings.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.